0: It's beautiful here, she looked around. The boys know your dogs. Two of them, he said with a nod. I've had Luna for about six years and Tank for five. Tank's the pit bull, I assume? Tucker shook his head. That's Luna. Tank's the mutt. The little mutt? she asked, watching David, Charlie, and the dogs. Yep. And he barely barks, has never growled. And doesn't know a single command. But he's the sweetest dog I've ever met. She raised a hand to block the sun shining into her eyes, but she wasn't watching the boys and dogs now. She looked up into Tucker's face. What about the puppy? His smile was almost boyish. Well, damn. That was hard to look away from. I got him about two weeks ago. What's his name? I'm gonna let the boys name him. Oh, man. He was a nice guy. You got the boys a puppy? Leaving at the end of the summer was going to be hard enough. He nodded, clearly unapologetic, or maybe unaware of how that could complicate things. Boys need dogs. There were already two. And those boys can wear those dogs out, he said with a laugh. We needed a young'un. Boys and dogs go together. They run and jump and play and- He trailed off, as if he hadn't meant to say what he'd almost said. And? She pressed. He sighed and looked a little sheepish. Cuddle. She blinked at him. Had he just said the word, cuddle? What did you say? She asked. She felt the corner of her mouth twitch and try to curl up, but she fought it. He sighed again. I said, cuddle. She pressed her lips together. He'd said cuddle. And the boys need a dog to cuddle with, huh? Tucker seemed to recover from his embarrassment. He flashed her a grin. Everyone needs someone to cuddle with. She almost groaned at the jolt of heat that his words evoked. Damn it, they shouldn't flirt and in a second, when his grin faded, she would probably remember why. Actually, she was a fan of cuddling. She got plenty of it from Jack, and even David, when he was sleepy and mellow. She read to them each night. They sat together and watched movies. Jack preferred her lap to sitting on a chair of his own. Yep, she got plenty of cuddling. But cuddling with Tucker? Well, it was safe to say that SpongeBob- would not be the main entertainment. So it was still there, that feeling of connection, of some kind of string wrapping around both of them and pulling them together. She'd felt it at the bakery when their gazes had met. Corny, but true. And then, when he'd taken her hand, she'd felt that string pull tight. And they did have a connection. A few, in fact. They'd both known and loved Rafe, They'd both lost him, and their lives would be forever altered because of that. They also shared a love and a determination to do right for the boys. And, yeah, there was a physical attraction. At least on her end. Of course, she was alive, and she was pretty sure that's all it really took for a woman to be attracted to this man. But she'd seen something in his eyes, too. Something that wasn't sympathy or concern. There had been a flicker of heat. Of appreciation for her as a woman. Considering sympathy and concern had been all she'd gotten from the other adults for the past four months, she very much responded to that. She knew that's what it was, all it was, being seen as something besides the grieving, overwhelmed executor of Rafe and Chelsea's estate, and the grieving, overwhelmed guardian of four little boys. That made Tucker's male appreciation of her feel even better than it would have otherwise. But she still welcomed it. Delaney knew she looked like a mess. She knew that in many ways she was a mess. That's what she saw when she looked at herself. So hell yeah, she was going to like it a lot if someone looked at her and saw more than that. But like all the other nice quiet moments over the past few months, the minute passed quickly. She heard a shout and looked to find that all the boys and dogs had disappeared from sight. Okay, so she moved past Tucker, avoiding brushing up against him.